Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn Miles is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of Autumn Miles Ministries and the author of Appointed and I Am Rahab. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God, coupled with raw faith. Now, here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? Man, I love you guys so much. Um, It is so fun uh, to hear from you, to just get to do this. Uh, Thank you, Lord, for my job today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to talk about busyness, busy, 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 busy. And honestly, this kind of comes at a super good time because of the holiday season. And man, I mean, could we cram anything more in our schedules? Are you too busy? Are you too busy? Are you too busy? Probably, probably you are. That's what we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, you know, I got some announcements. We are about bold truth and raw faith here at the Autumn Miles Show. I want you to proclaim the truth of God's word of your life. I want you to stand on his promises. I want you to tell other people about him. And I want you to step out in faith. I want you to do something that is going to not just change your life, but is going to change others' lives as well for the glory of the Lord. I want it to be raw. I want it to be scary, but I want you to understand that a faithful God is the God that directs you and catches your step when you step out in raw faith. That is so important for your life. We are listener supported here at the Autumn Mile Show. Woof. The drama came down super quick. I've got a big vision for this show, you guys. We need this everywhere. We need bold truth. We need raw faith. We, I know because I hear from you guys on a regular basis, we, the world needs bold people that are not scared of truth. I've got a huge vision for it, but I, I, I can't do it without uh, your help. Um, we are looking for people to partner with us financially. Now, I know at this year, everyone is knocking on your door for money. I, I don't want you to give to us if our ministry has not challenged you. Okay. Um, Spiritually challenging the way people think is our mission. And if our ministry has challenged you at all, I would just ask you to pray about giving. We trust that God is providing for us and will continue. But I um, I would just ask you to pray about it. You know, we see people every single day, you guys, every single day. I've got people messaging me, thanking us for our ministry. You know, people whose marriages are falling apart people who've lost their kids, people who are standing in faith for an adoption. You know, these people message our ministry and just say, thank you so much for stirring my faith. If you want to be a part of that, if you want to be a part of something bigger than yourself, I know I do. I know I am. It's not just me. It's a team of people that is doing, um, that is, that is uh, working together for um, the cause of Christ here at the Autumn Miles Show and the Blush Network. I would encourage you just to pray about giving. You can go to autumnmiles.com to give. Um, we're also selling some gear, some shirts. Um, we are about to release another shirt that you guys, a sweatshirt. That is called that has going to have on the front gangster prayer. Don't email me if you don't like it. Okay, email me if you love it, though. Um, Gangster prayer is a word that I've used literally for seven years. And it's listen, sometimes you just got to get a little crazy gangster about your prayer life. You know, not not um, um, 
super clean and showy with your prayer. Sometimes you have to fight it out in prayer. Um, you you have to believe. You have to stand on God's promises in prayer. So we've got a gangster prayer um, uh, shirt being released here pretty soon. Are you too busy? Are you too busy, guys? Are you too busy? I'm going to give you a, a passage of scripture that you probably haven't thought about um, in this particular way. You know, um, evil has a lot to do sometimes with you being busy. Have you ever planned on, listen, I am going to help in that ministry, in the kids ministry, in the two-year-old ministry on Sunday morning where they have snotty noses and they pee their pants. Have you ever wanted to, listen, I'm going to commit to this. I know God is asking me to do this. And then on Sunday morning at 8.50, you all of a sudden get a migraine headache and you have to call or text the children's pastor and say, you know what? I just can't do it. Or did someone invite you to brunch on a Sunday morning when you committed to work for the snotty nose two-year-olds that God bless them. We love so much. Um, and all of a sudden you're too busy to do the commitment that you have pledged to do. Have you told your church, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to sing in the Christmas cantata, which I don't even know if they do those anymore. Um, but I'm going to do this, but every time there's a practice or every time there is something that comes up, you, something else crowds your schedule. Are you too busy? It is a possibility that evil Satan and the hordes of hell are tempting you with opportunities that will lead you away from what, where God is asking you to serve, where God is asking you to step in, where God is opening up opportunity to you. You know, Satan is just as invested in your life as God is because he wants to destroy it and God wants to make it abundant. So if there is an opportunity for abundance in your life and you're finding it hard to commit to <clears throat> what you believe God is asking you to to do, it's probably because Satan is trying to keep you from that. If we give in to the busy in our lives, it will keep us from the abundance that is in Christ. Busy is killing purposes. How often do you find yourself saying I'm too busy or using we're just too busy as an excuse? Everyday tasks um, distract you. From what you know you could be doing. You know, I'm a, I'm, I am definitely guilty of this as well. I've been convicted of this many times. Um, but what exactly are you and I, what are we busy doing? Um, you know, I know, I know busy in my life. Four kids. We have several businesses that my husband and I work with. I've got ministry. I'm traveling, writing. We know busy. And sometimes it would be easier for me to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Because I'm too busy. No, I'm not going to commit there because I'm too busy. There's been times um, it's so, so interesting. We'll open up like, hey, listen, you can work for us here at the Autumn Mile Show or with the ministry or with any of the different uh, things that we have going on. And we'll, we'll put a we'll put out a, an announcement. Uh, we would absolutely love for you to volunteer. We're, we're hiring, you know, whatever it is. And we'll have people that 
respond to us immediately saying, oh, this is an answer to prayer. I would love to work for your team. I would love to work for your staff. I would love to volunteer or whatever it is. And they come on. We give them the opportunity to really walk in the callings that they have um, that God has called them to do. And a month later, we get an email. We get a text message. We get a phone call. Oh, you know what? There is a lot of work and I'm just too busy. It's interesting that people even will reach out to us and say, I want to do exactly what you're doing and your ministry is doing. I love the heart behind it. I've been praying for an opportunity to learn. They'll reach out to us. We'll give them the opportunity. And then two seconds later, they quit. And we, we ask people that a volunteer for our ministry, pray about it. We don't want you to do anything that God is not in. If God is not in it, then, then you're not for us. There's another ministry that's waiting for your gifts and your talents. Pray about it. Pray about it. And then come to us when you... And you feel, we'll give them a time limit, but come to us when you have peace, which I actually did an interview one time in a hospital. And I said that to the person I was interviewing and there was a, a director of HR that was sitting right beside me listening to my conversation. And he was like, you hire people like that. I'm like, I'm in ministry. It's totally different. We actually want people that are called to, to our ministry. So we'll have what they'll go. They'll pray for two weeks. They'll come back and they'll say, I, I know God is asking this of me. I know it with everything in me. And then two months later, well, God is calling me on. Really? God does not contradict himself. And so I would argue, is Satan trying to dismantle and to tear down the opportunity that God has given you? Are you falling into the temptation that other things are more important than where God is asking you? We always go back to them with questions like that. Are you too busy? Busy will destruct and keep you from the Lord. I love the um, example we have in scripture of Jesus. You know, Jesus was, when he started his public ministry, I mean, news like him, they didn't have Facebook. They didn't have Instagram. Things weren't going viral in that day. People, it was it was a different type of viral. It was uh, people would tell their neighbors and their neighbors would flock to Jesus. So Jesus from morning till night could have gotten bombarded with people that wanted his power, people that wanted his healing, people that wanted, um, you know, provision, whatever it was that Jesus was offering. But what does he do in Matthew 14, 23? It says, after he sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray and when it was evening, he was there alone. Jesus learned that even though he was busy, he learned how to prioritize his life. He understood the importance of doing what God wanted, which was to be in communion, com communion with him. And he also understood where his power for his ministry came from. Are you too busy to spend time with the Lord today? If you call yourself a Christian, you, you, I know the Bible answer is God is first in my life, but is he really first in your life? Is he actually first in your life? Or are you just saying that to sound good to your Christian friends? Are you really setting aside time to spend with him on a regular basis? Do you actually talk to him during the day or do you just tell people you do so they can think that you're more spiritual? Listen, um, they aren't the people you need to impress.
God knows if you're in communication with him on a regular daily basis. He sees your heart and he sees your action. He went up to the mountain to pray and he prayed alone. Jesus was busy, yet he understood that he needed to separate himself from the busy to commune with the Lord. Busy is lack of prioritizing what is important. Sometimes we just let our life happen. One of the things I learned early on is that um, I can't just let my life happen. Um, If I let my life happen, well, yeah, I'm going to go get my nails done or I'm going to go, you know, get coffee or I'm going to take this phone call or I'm going to answer 1700 text messages or I'm going to get lost in my email or on social media. Um, But if I let my life happen, I'm not seizing my life and directing my life and being um, very cautious about what I allow in my life. If I let my life happen, I am not as strategic with my life as God wants me to be. And I'm not stewarding it well. Being busy is simply lack of prioritizing what is important. Busy can be just as addicting, believe it or not, as some drugs. I feel like, you know, you might not be high on meth or cocaine or, you know, anything like that. Um... But you might get a rise out of being busy. I got to do this. I got to do that. Why? Because being busy is one of those things that can make us seem important, more important than we actually are. Well, I I can't meet. I can't can't go to coffee with you. I can't share the gospel with you because I'm busy. I got to go. I got to go to an appointment or I got to go to, uh, you know, my son's whatever. Being busy can supplement any sort of life with the Lord. Being busy can supplement any sort of life that time with the Lord will give you. I'm important. I'm busy. I can't help it, church. I'm busy. I can't share the gospel. I'm busy. I can't teach that small group. I'm too busy. What you don't understand is that the true things in life that actually give us life and give us health are taking the time out to serve other people and to use our gifts for the glory of the Lord. You know, I've learned how to maximize my time. We're going to get to the scripture here in, in just one second. I've learned how to maximize my time. I go to a lot of different appointments, meet people, you know, whatever it is. I'm constantly picking up a kid. Um, I've learned to listen to a podcast on the way to picking up my my kid. I had an appointment that I uh, that's in Fort Worth and it's an hour drive to get there. I'll listen to a podcast the whole way there. Do what I need to do with the appointment, get in my car, pray the whole way back. Um, It is not uh, lost time, but we can get lost in time if we don't seize and direct our life. I want you guys to turn with me to Exodus 5 today. And I think this um, passage of scripture um, is going to be interesting. Uh, I have never heard it talked about in this way. doesn't mean you haven't. I just haven't. And so um, I want you to follow along with me. Exodus 5 verse 1. And afterward, Moses and Aaron came and said to Pharaoh, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, let my people go that they may celebrate a feast to me in the wilderness. Now, this is Moses and Aaron going before Pharaoh. We all know it. If you're listening to this radio station, you've probably heard about the nation of Israel needing to be released from the captivity of um, Egypt. 
Afterwards, Moses and Aaron came and said to Pharaoh, thus says the Lord God of Israel, let my people go that they may celebrate a feast to me in the wilderness. But Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I don't know the Lord. And besides, I ain't going to let Israel go. Then they said, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please let us go a three days journey journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Otherwise, he will fall upon us with pestilence or with sword. But the king of Israel, Pharaoh, said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you draw the people? Listen, listen, listen. This is where I want you to listen. Why do you draw the people away from their work? Get back to your labors. Okay, so let's reset here. Um, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh asking them, of course, to let that was the motive to get him to release the nation of Israel. And they were saying, let's go celebrate a feast to the Lord in the wilderness. Pharaoh did not respect God at all. He didn't care that they wanted to be let go. Okay. So um, they go back to him and said, listen, please let us go so that we can sacrifice to the Lord, our God. But what, what Pharaoh said back to them is get back to your labors. Keep that in your mind as we move on. But the king of Egypt said to them, get back to your labors. Again, Pharaoh said, look, the people of the land now are many. So Pharaoh is understanding. The people of the land are many. There's a there's a lot of Israelites in this land. He's, he's understanding the power right now that is in numbers. And you would have them cease from their labors. He is understanding the benefit of the multiplication and provision and uh, of God through the numbers of the of the Israelites. You would have them cease from their labors. Pharaoh was benefiting from the labors of the nation of Israel. Pharaoh was evil. He was benefiting from the labor. Pharaoh was evil. He was benefiting from the labor. What am I telling you? Pharaoh was evil. Evil is benefiting from your laborious, busy schedule. Evil is benefiting. Why is evil benefiting? Because you are not doing what God is asking you to do. You are not stepping into what God is asking you to do. Why? Because you're laboring for some other cause that is not the Lord. Now that is pretty direct, but I feel like God wants to say say it to you that direct. So that same day, listen to what Pharaoh did. Hang with me. Don't turn off your radio. I love you. So that same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters over the people and their foreman saying, you are no longer to give them straw to make brick as previous. Let them go gather straw for themselves. I want them to be so weighed down with labor is what he's saying. But I'm not going to reduce the quota of bricks. Verse 8. But the quota of bricks which they were making previously, you shall impose on them. You are not to reduce any of it because they are lazy, which of course was a lie. Therefore, their cry has come out. Let us go sacrifice to our God. Let the labor be heavier on the men and let the work, let them work at it so they will pay no attention to their false words. <coughs> <coughs> I want to make this point so incredibly clear. Evil is benefiting from your busyness. 
the national individual, of course, wanted to go. And evil saw the importance of not letting them free from the bondage of busy. As a matter of fact, Pharaoh told the taskmasters, now they have to make bricks and we are not going to provide them straw. Now they got to go get their own straw, but they have to make the same amount of bricks. I'm going to make them more busy so that they forget the fact that they want to go and they want to sacrifice to the Lord. I'm going to overwhelm them with so much work and so much labor that they aren't even going to care about wanting to go and sacrifice to the Lord. Let the labor be heavier on the men and let them work at it so that they will pay no attention to their false words. I'm going to be honest with you. Satan is benefiting from your busy when God is asking you to shut down some of your life to work for him. Satan is benefiting from your busy. Pharaoh benefited from the Israelites not going to worship the Lord, not leaving. He knew. He knew the power in the number of the nation of Israel. Satan knows the power of the Christian in today's world. And he knows if he cannot get you addicted to drugs, if he cannot get you cheating on your wife, if he cannot get you um, looking at porn, he is going to make you so busy that you don't even have time to listen, to commune, to sacrifice, to work with the callings that God has put in your life because your excuse every time, which seems so important to the Lord and so um, important to, your, to yourself is, oh, I'm too busy. I can't do that. Do you find yourself getting more laden with meaningless things the closer you get to your calling. The nation of Israel was so close to freedom. They were so close they could taste it. They were so close. They didn't even know how close they were to experiencing something miraculous. And maybe you, in your life, you're so close, but the labor has increased. You're so close, but the hours have increased. You're so close, but all of a sudden you have all these meaningless little things that are making you completely busy. You're so close, but so far because you are choosing busy rather than looking at your life and strategically living it. So that the callings of God in your life are one of your main priorities. Um, The reason that Pharaoh did that is so that they would pay no attention to false words. The false words that, hey, I want to go and um, sacrifice to my God. Are you paying attention today? Are you paying attention what God wants to do in you and with you. Busy doesn't impress God. It may impress you. It may impress your friends, but my goodness gracious, I don't want to impress them. I want to impress God. And busy does not do it, cupcake. It absolutely does not do it. 
I want God to look down on me and say, you know what? Yeah, she's got a lot going on, but I know, I know that she is sacrificing for me, that she is evaluating her life and doing exactly what I am asking her to do no matter what. I just encourage you today to streamline your life. I want you to look at your life and I want you to prioritize. You don't need to be in 1600 moms groups, okay? You just don't need to do it. You ain't that busy. We make time for the things that we want to be involved in. I just messaged someone yesterday um, that was asking me. She said she's too busy and she's in school and God wants her to start this ministry. And I said, listen, you make time for the things that are important to you. You don't have to be in um, in a ton of mom groups. Okay. You don't, you don't have to go to every single coffee. You don't you, streamline your life so that you don't live your life working the things of God out of it. Put the things of God in it first and fit everything else around it. Prioritize because Satan is looking at what if every Christian y'all What if every believer, everyone that is spirit filled with the gospel and the Holy Spirit and everyone who has been transformed by Jesus Christ, what if every one of us streamlined our lives, prioritized and lived exactly what God wanted us to do, fitting everything else in and around them? Man, talk about changing the world. We would absolutely do that. Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening today. I'll see you next time right back here on The Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn Miles' book, Appointed. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Mile Show on The Word 100.7 FM.